Well, hello and welcome to Savage Wellbeing. This is my very first podcast. I am your host, Ellen Olson. And uh, if you don't know me, I'm just going to give you a little introduction about this podcast and who is delivering it to you. Uh, First off, I'm Ellen Olson. I am a native Pacific Northwesterner and I moved to Oakland, California back in 2005. And I also opened up my business there, which uh, thrived for many years. We were open all the way until the pandemic hit. Um, When I first started out, I was just like a wee little waxing and facial place. uh, And I was doing it out of my live workspace in Oakland. And then that business grew very fast. In fact, so fast that here we were in 2007, 2008, when a lot of people were losing their jobs. Many of my clients were unemployed and my waxing business just totally took off. I mean, who knew that Brazilian and brow waxes would be so popular when people were unemployed? I figured that most people would want to buy something nice. Um, But no, people wanted to look nice and they wanted to feel good. And so waxing was one of the ways that they could, they could do that. Um, But anyways, it took off so well. uh, It just kind of blew my mind um, because it, it did start in my live workspace and I had to move out of there because people were just showing up on my doorstep and um, like odd hours of the day. And so I had to move it out of my home. And uh, the business ended up evolving later on into a holistic skincare space. And that's where we specialized in treating problematic skin through nutrition and our organic skincare. Um, But I've since retired from the treatment room for many reasons that I'll get into later. Uh, But, however, having a non-toxic, planet-safe skincare and hygiene products are my jam. And I am still doing that. I'm retailing it on my my current website called studioskinandtonic.com. And I'll talk about that more later. Um, So, you know, it's not completely dead, but um, the service part of it is. And um, like I said, we'll get into that later. Um, I'm also a wellness addict. (laughs) And this happened after a naturopath totally changed my life. Uh, In short, I went to see my OBGYN um, because I I felt like I was having some hormonal issues and I was also having like really bad eczema on my face. And then I also had some bad insomnia too. And I just couldn't lose weight. You know, it was really weird. I was running these marathons and I couldn't lose weight. Uh, But when I went to see my OBGYN, she prescribed me antidepressants. And I was like, I am not depressed. I'm a little crazy because I'm not sleeping. But, you know, there's something off here and I don't feel like I'm depressed. Like I can get out of bed every day. I feel pretty good. I just don't feel good when I'm not sleeping well and then my periods are horrible. So I got a second opinion from a naturopath that was recommended to me. And after a two hour consult and a few blood tests, 
she had confirmed that I had adrenal fatigue, which is way completely opposite of being depressed. Um, So that concerns me because I wonder how many people are being diagnosed as being depressed, but having something else, you know, similar to adrenal fatigue. So after getting that diagnosis, my naturopath said, hey, I'm going to put you on an anti-inflammatory diet. I've got a few tinctures for you that are all herbal based. And I want you to stop drinking alcohol and caffeine for 30 days. Just do this for 30 days and stop running marathons. I want you to start doing more. Uh, You can move and you can uh, exercise, but I want you to take it slow. And that I think overall was the hardest for me was not running because that was sort of my meditation. Um, So I went ahead and did it for 30 days and I thought to myself, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to make sure that I enjoy all of the food. So I got some really yummy recipe books for anti-inflammatory diets and I love the food. And I went back in 30 days. I had dropped eight pounds, which for me, I mean, I wasn't that big. I was like, like 130 something, you know, 133, not, not very big at all. Um, but I had dropped like eight pounds. Uh, it was sleeping better and my eczema started to clear up on my face and my periods had reduced. Now my periods were obnoxious. They were painful and I was having them for about 10 days. Um, and they became normal. So after 30 days, I had like a normal period. Like it was, it was like five days long and I had some cramping and it was uncomfortable, but with each passing month, it got better. So because I had this amazing reaction to the diet and the tinctures and everything, I just became obsessed with all things health and I decided to become certified in holistic nutrition because I figured if this can have an impact on my skin in the way that it did, and I'm talking just my skin, what could it do for my clients? So yes, that has been my, my big mission in life is to help other people clear their problematic skin and also just feel good. Like that was the big part. It wasn't so much about the way you look. It was about the way you feel. And I felt amazing. Um, I'm also a planet wellness advocate. Um, You know, our planet is one of our most precious resources and we have shit all over it. We've been filling it with all kinds of man-made toxic crap. And if there's one thing that I've learned from being in the spa industry, it's about the amount of waste that goes out. Waxing was a big offender and the toxic chemicals that we were using to look younger were harming our bodies and the planet. And what you put on your body eventually ends up in our waters and soils. Hello. So don't get me started on those plastic containers too. Uh, not to mention the harmful effects that many of the skin, hair, and nail ingredients that we use have on our organs. I mean, they definitely can affect your hormones. Um, they can affect 
your nervous system. And we're going to go into that on future podcasts. Rest assured, I've been doing my homework and I'm going to be sharing all of this with you, including all the products that you can be using to replace all the nasty ones. So let's also talk about packaging as well, because, you know, our, the plastic that is, you know, all of our products are contained in all these plastic uh, containers. Where do they go? They either end up in our landfills or they end up in the water. So I want to talk to you also about just better packaging for the environment. And hey, you can feel good about using all these beauty products and grooming products and know that they are beneficial for your health, beneficial for your skin and beneficial for the earth. So, hey, you just win like three times there, right? Also, I just crushed a really aggressive form of breast cancer called triple negative breast cancer. And I went with conventional treatments because of the nature of the cancer and also because I was teetering on a stage four diagnosis. Um, I managed to kick ass through most of all of it because I supported myself with things like acupuncture, PEMF therapy, vitamin C infusions, and so much more. Um, including diet too. So I bet you're wondering like how somebody so healthy could have gotten breast cancer. Well, let me tell you something. If you do not address stress, stress can be equally as toxic as smoking cigarettes, eating a horrible diet and binge drinking. So this is where I get to talk to you about stress relief and mindfulness being an important part of your health regimen because I was terrible about including it in mine. And it is definitely a hard daily practice that, you know, I find myself falling in and out of. So I really have to like schedule it in there and make time for it. Uh, I just became a new author, first of many books that I'd like to write. So um, this book is really big to me because I wrote it while I was going through breast cancer treatments. Uh, This cancer taught me a lot. It taught me to let go of things that weren't serving me. So I closed my business because it wasn't in alignment with who I really am. A friend of mine told me, you've been placing yourself in a box that you don't want to be in. And I was like, yeah, that. (laughs) Uh, How many of us all do that? We we put ourselves in a position that we don't want to be in. We do certain things that we don't want to do. And sometimes it's okay to do it every now and then doing a favor for a friend here and there or whatever. Um, Going to a show you don't really want to see because your partner wants to go. But I'm talking about doing it every single day. Um, And it's creating stress and you're struggling. That's when you have to like take a look at your life and go, oh, I've got to stop that. So I wanted to make a move and pivot into wellness, but I still kept giving facials day after day. And it was exhausting to me. Um, You know, when you're dealing with people, you know, hour after hour, you're, you're dealing with other people's emotions and energies and things like that. Um, and it's just a lot of work to put on a smile when you're not really feeling good. And especially when you're not really feeling your work. And I know you all have been around people that hate their jobs and it shows. And I did my best to not let it show. 
Um, the only thing that truly made me happy was to see the regular faces that I saw. I mean, that was the hardest part about closing my business was not getting to see everyone. I mean, all of my clients were my friends. <laughs> so it was just like this hard thing to wrap my brain around. Like this has been my identity, my identity for the last 20 years. And also not seeing my friends every day or, you know, like that was hard. Um, but because I continued to do those things, I just didn't have the energy to do anything else. I would go to work, I would come home and I would feel exhausted and I could barely take care of myself. And here I am the face of health and wellness. And, you know, I'm feeling like crap. So I wasn't listening to my body. Um, and this is something we're going to really get into in my podcast, because I think a lot of my clients really, they spoke about this to me a lot. And I don't want you to go through what I went through. Um, so I am an instigator of all things fun and weird. I love dressing up in weird animal heads and getting reactions from people. Um, I have these disgusting teeth that I keep in my purse and I put them on if some guy tries to hit on me or someone creepy. <laughs> I don't want them to come near me. I just put those teeth on and they don't want to be near me. I once hugged a guy with those teeth in and he ran. <laughs> Actually, I offered to hug him and he ran. Um, my my good friend Jody and I, we discussed dressing up in T-Rex outfits and showing up in the financial district during, you know, the morning hours when everybody's going to work. And we just wanted to show up in with briefcases in these T-Rex outfits and look like we were going to work. So imagine yourself as you're grabbing your coffee, you're turning around to go out the door to head into work and a T-Rex is standing behind you with a briefcase, patiently waiting to place an order. How weird is that? <laughs> but I love doing silly things like that. And it's just like something that's so out of the ordinary and strange in the middle of what appears to be a normal world, but it's filled with chaos. Um, so we didn't get to make that happen because the pandemic hit and then I got cancer. Fucking cock blockers. Anyways. <laughs> This will be something I'll do later on, and maybe you can join me. Uh, but mostly, I love to inspire, motivate, and empower others. We could really use this, especially right now, you know, and a lot of us are just dragging our feet, getting out of bed every morning and wondering, is this really life? And this is where I say, no, it's not. You are way too awesome to accept working long hours and being too tired for fun. And guess what? You you don't have to be young to have fun. You can have fun for the rest of your life. Um, and this is something I learned from cancer and we'll definitely go into that with the podcast. Don't buy into the belief that you have to work hard until you retire and then you're too old to have fun. So together we get to discover a new way of living. Isn't that exciting? I love to move. I'm a compulsive ass shaker. I love to dance. I truly enjoy any type of fitness because it involves moving my body. I love roller skating. I'm terrible at it though. I look like a one-legged bird with bad equilibrium flapping her wings to try to stay upright. Um, 
and you know, I, that's kind of an exaggeration. That was the beginning, but you know, I, I just want to be into all the fancy moves and I'm really impatient. I'm recovering from cancer and the cancer treatments. So of course I'm, you know, I'm going to be a little out of it in the beginning and uh, there's days where I can get out there and days that I can't. And I think if you do it every single day, then you get really good. I have too many other things that I like to do. Um, but it's amazing to me what kind of fancy moves people can get into on eight wheels. Like it just blows my mind. I see all these videos and I'm like, oh my God, that guy's like 70 and he's killing it. Um, so that's goals for me. I love to dance and sweat it out. You know, I show up with my problems and leave them all on the dance floor. And I danced a ton during my cancer treatments because we were going through fires and, um, you know, I'm locked indoors and I can't see anybody and we're in the middle of a pandemic. So what else am I going to do? I, I danced. Um, and I did a lot of like working out on my, uh, my little trampoline, my reformer. Um, you know, there's so much benefit you can get from moving. Um, fitness has been my life since I was like 12 years old. My parents were totally into running and they, they sort of got us, me and my, my brothers into, um, you know, just moving and exercising. And, uh, you know, during the worst times of my life, when I was feeling really low, I would get out and go for a walk. I would try running. I would exercise, get that oxygen flowing, that blood moving. And, uh, you know, I would go from lethargic to energetic. It's like coffee, only better because it's not fake energy. It's real. And um, I love it so much that I'm getting my group certification so that we can all move and have fun together. Because uh, workouts don't need to be boring, lame, and painful. I mean, all we need to do is move, right? And I think that people always think about that, like, oh, I gotta go to the gym. I don't want, I don't want what I'm gonna do to bore you, and I certainly don't want it to bore me. So you know, it's gonna be extra. <laughs> um. So that's a little bit about me. And if you stick with me, you're going to learn a lot more. I'm totally an open book. I tell my story so that it can help others. And I love telling stories. I have also learned so much about all things mind, body, and soul. It's become my passion. And the Savage Wellbeing podcast is informative. It's going to be informative to you. It's going to help you navigate through this crazy life a little bit easier and help you become the best version of yourself because that's what I'm going for. And I'm a work in progress. So I want you all to come with me. Maybe you'd like to know more about the foods that you're eating and if they're right for you. Or maybe you want to hear more about hyperbaric treatments because I'm about to dive into that for prevention, for cancer prevention. But um, they're also fantastic for your health. And uh, I'm going to be talking to mindfulness ex uh, experts and, you know, hopefully getting my therapist on here because she really changed my life. Um, there's so much I've learned in the last 12 years, but even more so in the last five and especially in the last year. So thank you so much for joining me for my very first of many podcasts. 
please pass this on to your friends and uh, let's make Savage Wellbeing a massive community that can self-care and get on the wellness path so that you feel good and you can badass your way through life feeling amazing and filled with all the good vibes. I mean, really, that's for well, wellness for me is not about looking skinny or having the most perfect skin like we're not meant to be flawless and you know we're gonna learn a lot in this podcast about accepting ourselves for exactly the way that we are um you know we look in the mirror and we don't like what we see and why is it because you just bought into all the bullshit that's on the magazines that's fake So I think that, you know, going forward, people are going to start to learn how to love their bodies a lot more. And what I'm loving is that we're seeing, you know, more advertisements and uh, companies that are using full figured models, you know, models that actually are curvy and real. Thank you. (laughs) Um, You know, I grew up like, not loving my body at all and it was because I always had a little bit of bigger butt and bigger legs and uh and then funny enough I move here to Oakland and you know I didn't know that you know big butts were a thing I mean I knew the song but you know I I didn't know if that was really a thing until a UPS driver pulled over and said thank you I appreciate that. (laughs) Didn't try to get my number or anything. He just thanked me and I was like, you should thank my parents for that one because I had nothing to do with it. Um, But anyways, there's just so much we're going to learn. And this is, we're about empowering and inspiring and uplifting each other. We're not going to talk shit about ourselves. And, you know, I'm going to talk a lot about habits and some of those habits may belong to you and you might feel judged. I'm not here to judge you because I used to do all of that. I used to be a drinker and I used to party. And, you know, about six years ago, I quit doing all of that. And I found my life to be just so much more quality and I love it so much more. And I think alcohol gave me... um, help reduce my stress it also gave me the courage to talk to other people and do things that I wanted to do and now I just force myself to do all of the uncomfortable things that I want to do and talk to the people that I want to talk to and um, so I feel like I'm more of myself since I changed a lot of those habits but they're really hard you know if we've been doing them for a long time we become very protective of them because they have done something for us Um, sometimes in an immediate positive way, but not in a long-term positive way. It can be more negative. So I want to help you get the most out of life, you know, help you decide what feels right for you in the terms of health and wellness. And we're going to like find some facts about, you know, Western medicine and also, you know, alternative medicine too. So I feel like there's a need for both. I'm not a person that says, oh, don't go see your Western doctor. Because obviously I got, I went through chemotherapy and radiation and all that. 
And uh, I'm not sorry that I did, but I supported myself through integrative therapies. And I felt pretty good through the whole thing until the last part of radiation when I got an infection. But that's something that I will definitely go into later. I just wanted you to get a sense of like what we're all about, what this podcast is all about. And you can decide whether or not it's right for you. But if it is, definitely share it with all your friends. Let's grow this community. Let's kick some ass. And um, yeah, let's do this, you guys. I'm excited. Uh, Savage Wellbeing has been a baby that I've been working with for a long time prior to even closing my business. And uh, now I get to put my heart and soul into this. This is my, this is the thing that I'm really passionate about and I'm excited to share it with you. So I'm going to end this podcast now and until then have an awesome week and be ready to get some more.